Fly Nerd Group was recorded live at Mess in the greatest city in the world, Chicago, USA. One, two, one, two, and we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the Fly Nerd Group has returned. Yes, I am sir. Coach E, Soulstar, and with me, as always, is... Mr. Kaz G in the house. And, of course, the guy on the wall, the man behind all our fancy Stark-related technology, Scott, is in the building <laughs> as well. Put on mute today. I'll just be playing the background. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we'll, 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 I'm sure we'll find a way to chime him in at some point, just like then. So uh, today is a, is a big episode it's for a us. Big, day. big, big. This is day. one of the reasons why <laughs> I came up with this idea to do this podcast, so we can have conversations like this, man. Yeah, we we are we are going to travel, take you in the I time hope machine. Y'all are strapped up, man. <laughs> We're going to take you in the time machine back to the 80s when the robots in disguise landed. <laughs> yeah, that sound right there. We're talking to Transformers, everybody. Yes, sir. And we're going to trip to Cybertron on this piece. Right. From from the 80s to lately, this is what we're doing. This is this is this is it. This is a, the all Transformers hour right here, right now. So 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 tune in. Buckle up. And we're about to get it Let's in. Let's take this trip, man. So, Let's kick it off. So I'm you being the Transformers fan that you are, I just got to ask right out the gate, what about the Transformers appealed to you personally? To me personally, I was, if you know me, well, there's a lot of things about Transformers. I'm a robot dude. I like Mecha. So before then, I was watching Voltron. Voltron had a mouth in the face, but he never spoke. You know what I mean? He didn't say anything. It's piloted by five dudes. Well, four dudes and a girl. Whatever. And then there's Robotech. Yes. Across. Yes. They transform, but it was yes. more about the driver than the actual robot. It was just an armor suit. So when Transformers dropped, personally in my mind, I was a young kid. I was like, wow, they perfected the concept. You have robots that transform the common vehicles and they have their own personalities. I'm sold. All right. I'm sold. So, <laughs> and actually, the whole concept of the toys. Like, I think it was a Toys cartoon. It's the combo. Yeah, it's the combo. It's the combo, yeah. So I'm, I have these, I'm watching the cartoon. I'm like, oh, wow, they're talking. Oh, shit. Okay. And before then, you know, you have your parents ask you, oh, what do you want for Christmas? And yeah, surprise me, you know. Well, Transformers now. Transformers <laughs> became a list. Yeah. I was like, yo, we got to have a conference meeting. You see these guys? <laughs> all about the Decepticons. I need all of them. I'm going to write the names down. And you hook it up. Hopefully you give me a couple. Uh, my mom was a G. She used to get all of them, bro. So it was nice. a whole thing where I had these toys and Transformers. And, you know, it come with instructions and yeah. stuff like that. And I, I didn't use that. Transform it on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, have a, you, you, have, you, have a, you have a break one. Yeah. I, broke, I, I, I broke, broke a couple. I broke a, pre, this, I broke a Predacon yeah, in the yeah, midst of transforming it. You know, <laughs> you know. He didn't transform like that on the cartoon. Snap, snapped his leg <laughs> right off. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just ill having Megatron for the first toy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What and you? then shockwave in the other hand. Wa- like. Watching ra- walking around with a Ruger. <laughs> yeah, right. The whole arm piece, the whole auto uh, scope and everything. It's oh, like, yeah. It's ill. So, um, yeah, Transformers for me was the mecha, was like the basis of my childhood. <laughs> like, yeah, I grew no. up to this shit. The cartoons, animation was dope. The voices was dope. The action was dope. 
Megatron actually is one of my top five villains of all time. And um yeah, it's just it's shit. Man. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> I, I have a I have a uh firm, firm, bright memory of of the of when I watched the uh the cartoon for the first time. Um, you know, so like and they don't do this really anymore. Remember, you, you used to get the preview show on the on, yeah. on the network that's going to show the cartoon, yeah, yeah. and so you almost would get a trailer, right? Yeah. So, that. so I remember, <laughs> I remember when WGN did the trailer, you know, because they had Mask, GI right. Joe, Transformers, and a cut, and a cut, and 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 they had and they had Heathcliff, and they had the like, new lineup. Yeah, right? they, they had yeah. that lineup, <laughs> and and I was like, and they and they did the little preview clip, and I was like, what? robots that are cars yeah like you know i'm like going I'm, I'm like going outside looking at cars like that's bumblebee right yeah. that's that's sunstreaker that's, yeah. that's cliff jumper yeah, there's a right right i, I got swipe I, I got i got I, I legit had a problem with my mom's about a new nissan that it wasn't like 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 i was like why didn't you get like a volkswagen or a porsche or right, yeah. so i can name it so i can or a red mac truck right <laughs> where's the mac truck ma where's the mac truck at all right where's the red mac but yeah you know it um and then being being the comics guy uh, I, I made that transition as well. Like so, there was mm-hmm. the, the first. First, there was the cartoon for me. Right. Then there was the toys. Just like you, just, not just like you. My mom's was really good about. While well, I didn't get everything, I had sizable chunks, mm-hmm. and I had the most important pieces. Well, I don't know. I had some things like I had Blaster before it was on TV. I never asked for Six Shot. I had Six Shot. It's like See, a I, lot of things where I was like, yo. <laughs> I, I, I stopped my... my I, mom's was a G. I had stopped my my collection around the time of the triple changes as far as the toys went. So I had like Astro Train, okay. Blitz, Blitzwing or Blitzkrieg, whatever. Like the, the one that was the plane, the tank, and the human. And, gotcha. You know, I had like I had Skylinks, Omega Supreme, you yeah, know, Omega Supreme. I had Omega Supreme, man. That was a that was that was a hard That's fall a hard Christmas. Find. That yeah, was a that was hard, a hard fall find. Christmas. I never had one. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had Omega Supreme. It was one of those privileged but, ones. You had Perceptor too, didn't you? No, no, man. She drew the she 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 kind of started to draw the line on something, so I had to pick and choose. So when Perceptor dropped, I had to choose between Perceptor and Blaster. Blaster. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I got I got Blaster. Um, the comic series though was a stark departure. From the show, yeah, um, yeah. and I I will even go as far as to say that that those first ten issues of the Transformer comic are just okay. Yeah, and that was the thing I never got Ooh. into the yikes. Let's yeah, go. oh man, I knew. Yo, <laughs> what the fuck? Spidey tying up Megatron. <laughs> For those of you listening in, uh, I Scott, the producer, have just produced the first three issues of Marvel Comics Transformers book, uh, which I recently looked up. Yeah, these these are kind of expensive, as it turns out. Yeah, especially that number one, and, unsurprisingly. And and then your your condition on these is great. Like yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your in plastic. What's wrong with you? I'm looking at your spines. What did you only read this once? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the man. <laughs> this is this is dope. So, uh, but see, with me and the comic books, I was just cartoons, dude. I mean, like I remember certain stories of like Shockwave leading the Decepticons at a certain time, mm-hmm. Grimlock leading the Autobots at, at a, a certain, certain time. time. Yep. You know, um, Starscream as well. You know, it's just little vague stuff. But I was more into the cartoons. Yeah, the the was just what was something to do every day. I had to and and, and <laughs> let's talk store. now. Let's talk about as we plot through the years of the cartoon. And we get we get adjusted. We get maybe even complacent. 
Mm-hmm. And then Transformers the movie happens, and it totally upends our f- complete <laughs> understanding of the Transformers. There were people who I knew who cried at Optimus. Oh yeah, dying. I was going to get into that. Yeah, you ever you want to hear a theater of children crying? Kill Optimus Prime without telling them. Yeah. Yeah. The cartoon Optimus Prime. Prime yeah. They followed for like how many years was two, three years? It was at least a solid three to four yeah, years three, before four the movie. Years yeah. before the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you wanna hear kids cry? Kill that dude. But it was hey, I think this movie when this movie came out, I knew it was gonna be a co hit. Oh, it, it, I I can watch this movie any day. You of the go week. watch this movie any day of the week, any day of and the week. I guarantee you, there's certain comic book movies that's out now that took a lot from Transformers, Transformers the movie, movie, and like Guardians of the Galaxy one. What's what is my my favorite scene in this movie is is, is and it's leading up to Prime's death, but when when his ship lands at Autobot City and he steps out. Well, no, when it, when it gets to the atmosphere, for the first time in all of the animated show's history, we hear Prime say the words, Dinobots destroy Devastator. Devastator. He didn't say stop. He didn't say uh, incapacitate. In the, in, the, in the show previously, it would be like, you must stop them. Hold the line until we... He- well, I think you went a little bit too ahead because, see, this is the thing where I got to... Give props to the villains right here, man. Yeah, we got to that part, but he was pissed because his comrades is dead. Ironhide is dead. Dude, Ratchet is dead. Megatron killing is dead. Megatron's <laughs> kill on Ironhide <laughs> is is one of the best. Like, and, and <laughs> they ambushed that ship and just like, all right, it's over. They, no, they wiped them out. They 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 truly did. And that was a great. That was a truly great scene of, for for the villains. And Ironhide's death, to me, What's is one best? of the it's one of the top ten cinematic action yeah, movie ever. deaths ever. Because ever. he gra- he grabs Megatron's <laughs> ankle. Say no, and like, says no. This big like no. He's and like he said heroic nonsense. Heroic nonsense and point blanked him in the face with a slow <laughs> burn with it too. It wasn't a full. It was just a slow pop. Like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, okay, so so <laughs> that's why he's my favorite. So so <laughs> that's that scene right there. Let's rewind that scene just a little bit. When Starscream first breaches it, and then Megatron turns to the gun, mm-hmm. when he shoots Braun in the back. Yeah, that was that was that, that like, was that he's moment. Not getting back up. Yeah, that was that moment. Because you're watching this too, so yeah. it's like, wait a minute, he's not getting back up. No. Wait, wait, guys. Don't, don't wait. Some, something's changing here. No. The, the <laughs> lights went out in his eyes. Yeah. The yeah, lights. That's what I'm saying. It's like, went whoa, out. whoa. We're I, seeing death here? Yeah. I was like, like they're killing these you people. You watch the seasons, they shoot each other all the time and just retreat and go and Ratchet fix me up. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Everyone gets a repair but when job. You see Ratchet go down. You're like, oh. Yeah. We saw, we, we saw Generation One almost completely wiped off the map. In in that opening scene, because we saw we we saw Brawn, Ratchet, Ironhide, uh, Prowl was amongst the amongst mm-hmm. the fallen at some Wheelchair, point. Wheel Wheel um, what's his name? Wheeljack. Yeah, Wheeljack. Yep. He wasn't on the ship, but he went down. Yeah, he went down. There was a lot of casualties. Yeah, a lot, lot, a lot of casualties. Like um, they was wiping out the first um, season one of the oh, Transformer yeah. toy line, but in which they didn't, <laughs> in which it was nothing like. See, you know, sometimes the comic book be related to the movies and stuff, and you see the foreshadowing. Yeah. Nah, nah none of that. Nah. None of that. <laughs> we got none of that. Nah. 
But then on the and then on the flip, when you fast forward to Prime scene, his scene he takes out six Decepticons, most of the Insecticons, because obviously they, they had other plans for this form flip sequence. Yeah, and all I, I'm going to say, even though I have no proof, this is this is just a pure Cochise theory mm. that all those the, those other six shots that we don't see here were all kills. I'm just going, yeah. Because he was flipping through the damn air. Yeah, and Papa Cat's like effortlessly. Like, like I had never seen that at at, at this at this juncture in my life of watching action movies and cartoons. I had never seen such a scene where, you know, your your pretty much your main guy, your big dude, comes through and like just turns the single handedly turns the tide without setting a single foot on the ground. For the first seven kills. That's true. <laughs> he but did not touch the ground. Prime. And at this point, like I said, he's angry. And this is his moment. This is his moment because, I mean, shortly after that, he encounters Megatron. And, and it gives him the biz. Little, they get hands. They both throw hands, though. Yeah, you know they both I mean? throw hands, but, but Hot Rod Fs it up. Little boy. Fs it up. Little boy. But he was, try- he was just trying to help because Megatron was doing Megatron things. You? Not in my life you ever see Megatron and Prime fighting and you just jump in. Maybe, maybe Bumblebee did it a couple well, times. Well, I mean, because Prime was doing the honor thing, though. He was like, you know, you, without mercy, want me to show you some? And you, Prime, spare me. <laughs> you know, he was doing, he was, he was doing, he was giving, he was setting them up. He was setting them up because he saw, he, he saw the little gun yeah, on the ground. He set them up. He was going to do that regardless. But, I mean, that's still between. But, but remember, Prime couldn't get that last shot off. Because Hot Rod was in the way. Because remember, Megatron was done. Prime was doing the whole, I'm about to go collect my gun. You just stay right there. I'm going to go pick up my gun, my big cannon. I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to shoot you. It was at this time. Uh, You should have just shot him. You killed my friends. But he didn't. He listened. Because that's, that's who Prime is, the wise guy. You know, not wise in terms like, you know, not wise like Joe <laughs> Pesci wise, but, <laughs> but you know, he, he's the, he's that guy that can sit, that's like, you know, if there's a chance to show mercy, I'll show mercy. He's not ruthless. Prime is not ruthless. He's compassionate. I think that whole heroism is annoying sometimes because that compassion thing is still letting the villain go and do merciless things. And some villains, not all of them. I mean, Megatron is, is. It's like what we say about Batman and Joker. It's like you gonna let them get away. What are you you gonna contain? You gonna lock up Megatron? Really? I mean, he I got, got an army of killers. He had. He has a. He okay. Let's we'll we'll let's to speak to his army of killers because we we are, we're now hitting the high point of the of the first run of the cartoon because after the movie the show got was cool but it was. Not as thorough. It was, a pace. it was a different pace. The story, the storyline, and changed. that's like you snatching all your toys away and then giving them new toys and just like, all right, now what you got? Yeah, I, I think I, I think the problem with the Generation Two cartoon was that they gave us hardly any links to the first run. They pretty much said, "Hey, all these new people we showed you in the movie, this is it going forward." Mm-hmm. I think Bumblebee was the only the only one that him and Jazz, him and Jazz, and stuck around. Jumper. Yeah, and, and Cliff Jumper, but they and weren't the prom- They weren't prominent anymore. The Dinobots actually gained more prominence yeah, they got, yeah, the second they got ha- second time around. But that was yeah. that's also like that that great episode, the uh, the primitive episode. That's a great episode. That's the one with uh, it's them, the large, um, 
base, the second base, not Scorponok, but the dinosaur looking base. I forgot its name. Oh, yeah, the dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, Trypticon. Trypticon. Yeah. So it was them, Trypticon, Skylinks, and the Predacons. They were the only ones who were able to take down what was essentially the next Unicron. So. The next Unicron. The Unicron head? No. There, remember, uh, there, there's an episode in, in Generation 2 in, uh, that uh, you find out who made Unicron and that he made an all-energy-based Unicron. So explain who's Unicron. Because with the movie, this was the new, the new villain. And, yeah, this was a planet... On some Galactus shit. It was yeah, some planet, planet that, that eats that planets. planets. Yeah. And this actually made more sense to me than Galactus because it's a robot. And it's like, all right, you could take all the natural resources of any planet and use it as fuel. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, that's essentially what Galactus does. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's kind of like better as a planet or a transformer, sort of speak. So he could create transformers. What was his whole okay, connection he, with he, Megatron? He, there there was no connection really. Well, why was he? What's this oblivion? Like he was. Oh, you know, he he was red like, like well, pretty much. That. He he gave Megatron an offer. He right. said, "You can I can remake you, mm-hmm. and you can continue to live, mm-hmm. or I can let you drift to oblivion." Because that's essentially what Starscream left them to do was float in space and die. So he was going to cut off his CPU system or something. No, he was just going to let him float until he until he expired. No, he had a red. Flash in his head. Oh yeah, like that I mean that mental. That I mean he was in it. Oh yeah, Unicron could once he made, remade him as Galvatron. Unicron was in his head and could control or not control him, but like you know, hey, you get out of line. It's the Suicide Squad. Yeah, right. I it's the Suicide the Squad. I press the button. You get back in line. Okay. It's the you know it's the it's the inhibitor chip theory. So he was a whole planet. He could create life. He he could remake. Remake life. He could repurpose, but he himself had a creator. Okay. And it was an organic person who destroyer. made who made Unicron. So who made Unicron? Uh, I would have the to because no, it wasn't a Quinn. It was a it was an organic being. I, I have to watch that episode okay. again. But it's called Rise of the Primitives for for the listeners. It's, out, it's okay. so you can find it. You, it's you know it's in the YouTube it. Yeah, you can YouTube it. Uh, but look, the Quintessons made the Transformers. The Quintessons lay claim to to birthing Cybertronian life, yes. Okay. They lay claim to that. I don't I haven't dug deep enough into the lore to find out how that's true. And they haven't come up in the IDW series. They were mentioned in the Dreamwave series of comics. Right. But they didn't they still kind of had that whole mystery, like what are they so or where they come from. Wasn't the slaves of the Quintessons and no. just built for labor. Uh, pretty much, they they gave birth. The Quintessons made organic life. Uh, the one of the th- one of the origins of Cybertron theory. Like it all depends on whose lore you want to go by: Marvel, Dreamwave, or IDW. Mm, okay. So it, it all depends on which which stream of thought. Because the toy line and cartoon line, they said the Quintessons. They 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 did say the Quintessons for slaves and all that. Yeah, they 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 said the Quintessons, and the Quintessons eventually abandoned the planet because the robots became a little too advanced mm. uh when you get into the marvel lore they kind of touch on that because marvel was very linked into that movie mm. it was a it's actually a marvel early marvel production you get the mp oh with yeah the sunburst. Right. yeah yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an early marvel production uh-huh. um so you know without the, the feige without without kevin he wasn't even a, he was he was probably he reading was transformers right? he's watching a movie <laughs> um so it all depends on which lore you go to. None of them really flesh out the Quintesson. So you have all these theories of how Cybertron came across. Maybe there's more in the IDW series. I haven't gotten 
as far along as as I would have liked at this juncture, but the theory is that the Quintessons created the Transformers. So there's Autobots and Decepticons. Now, yes. um, from the cartoon, you know, the Autobots is the good guys, Decepticons are the bad guys. Yes. It's black and white, cut and dry. Yeah, G.I. Joe and Cobra all yeah, over Yeah, G.I. Joe, Cobra, good guys, bad guys. In the comic books, it gets a little, uh, there's gray area. <laughs> the comics are mad gray. The comics are mad gray because as we see in the IDW series, the Megatron origin, at the time, what what be, what a, what would become the Autobots were the ruling and governing class, and Megatron was a rebel, bringing up rising up on the worker class, um, and then he got caught in one of his uprisings, put in the arena, and became an even larger legend. Um, Megatron is a classic case of of a person starting off as a rebel and becoming a despot. Yeah, I, I I love this story. This is one of my favorite stories. I mean, this should have been the fucking movie, but yeah, it's it it goes to a point where I don't look at Megatron. Well, I look at him later, but in his first like rallies or doing whatever, he was a revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, he start he start he. That's he, all he was doing. He was sparking the revolution. The government was shutting down on. They was turning their back on the um, blue on, collar on the, on the working Yeah, man, they were shutting the plants and down. They were shutting the plants down. These guys had no sources of making energy or money or whatever the case may be. Or yeah, whatever the currency lived. was that they lived off. They of, wasn't yeah. doing that. And Alpha GP Megatron <laughs> was on some revolutionary shit. Fuck the fuck the system was not yeah. designed for us. But once he got power, things changed. Well, you know. Get corrupted by power. Yeah, and his, but also, I think I, I think the formation. But of, the laws wasn't really good as well because no, no. the senators, all the senator primes, and all of those guys, they were fucking assholes. Well, and the, they would just look out for the rich, being rich for but, the rich. But the, the person who method. was prime at that at that time, granted, he was an he he worked for them. Now he even said that I know that this stuff is wrong, but I have a job to do. This is this is what I have to do. And he stood. I I, don't, I didn't take his defiance. Megatron was for the people. Uh, I didn't I didn't take Prime's defiance of Megatron as wait which Prime Optimus Prime no Alpha Sen- Prime uh, Alpha Prime Alpha not Senator Prime because yeah. that, that guy wasn't a Prime. Hey, the, there was no Senator that was a Prime. There was the Prime that was like head of the of the law of like the cops. Alpha Prime. Alpha Prime. Got you. He said, "I know things aren't right, but I can't let you." Because remember, Megatron initially went to jail. Yeah, and they broke him out. Well, they broke him out, but his first the, think. Remember the crime he committed to get to jail? He murdered somebody. Yeah, I know. So he murdered the senator. Uh, well, no, he he attempted murder the senator. He killed the bodyguard. Okay, yeah, right. There you go. He killed and 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 someone pointed out said, "Hey, <laughs> you just read all this too. Look at yeah. you." <laughs> yeah, I just this is this is all You're this binge is binge reading. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I take my research seriously. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> um, that someone pointed out to Megatron that uh, you were just like that guy was like kind of like a but like not a buddy buddy, but like he was he was just like you. He was doing his job. He was losing his job too. You killed him, so now we gotta like we can't let you just walk because of this. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, and and then then you find out the centers in the pit. But then there's also that once that revolution happens. And this and and Megatron takes over. He brought with him all those guys that fall off him in the pit. Mm, and right. then, but but here's the thing: not all those people believed in his cause. They were just like, "We want to be free." And thus, 
Thus, you make a movement. He, but he made a movement with a bunch of psychos. He made him. He made. He it made. He was a rebel without a cause thing. No, it's, he had. The, he had and the strongest of the fittest. He was doing a Fight Club type tournament, yeah. and on the low, he was getting the the guys who survived. Yeah, but he was getting it, it, that. But that that's that's like he okay. He met Soundwave, and then things actually really stepped it up because right. Soundwave start like okay, cool. But, but Here's even your cannon. And let me introduce you to these three guys that I have that's natural born killers. Which, which was dope, but then you find out that Soundwave himself is like, I'm not all for you, but if I kiss if I kiss your ass, you won't look at what I'm really mm-hmm. doing. And that took that that changed that whole because the the cartoons and the early comics everybody was all Hellmaker trying to say yeah and, and Soundwave was like oh he's the dude he, he was, was the, straight yeah. Megatron whatever I got right. your back exactly <laughs> a, 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 ex, exactly so whatever. so I, I kind of like the fact that in the com, in in the later iterations of the comics Soundwave is like I'm on my own he's like your cause furthers my agenda so i will help you because it helps me and that is where unfortunately the decepticons go wrong with each other because everyone has ulterior motives everyone has what why the decepticons fail is because it's easy to break them apart yeah i i I will say that I, i said this i said this in the back in the day before the comics got this deep just watching the cartoon what was the main thing that you could always count on Starscream to run away first or try and like pull pull a fast one so on let's Megatron. Let's talk about the dynamics of Megatron and Starscream. Oh yeah. Um, Starscream, one of my favorites. He's in the cartoon he Duplicitous was, he was asshole. A bitch ass. He's a <laughs> bitch ass dude. I fucking hate Starscream. But you had to understand the reason why. Like Megatron, you keep this dude around. You keep this dude around. He, he threaten you in your face. You want to take over, but you keep your you keep him around. I think there's a few reasons why. Megatron is. I mean, Starscream is one of the strongest, fastest Decepticons. He's very merciless. Mm-hmm. He's very dangerous, but he's loyal to himself and the cause of the Decepticons. He's loyal to. Okay. He when he got uninjured after Megatron blew that hole in his chest <laughs> in the books, then he was like, "I'm for the Decepticon cause." But before that, before he got taught that little let, and and he's I don't really think he's, he's for Decepticon cause. He's just putting on the front, okay? Because before that, when when he first tried to come for the throne, he came hard yeah, for that. He came, he, yeah. he came hard. He came so he came he came <laughs> at the throne. He came at it so so with so such power. That even those left behind were like, maybe Starscream had a point. Astro Astro Train was like, (laughs) I'm Team Starscream on the low. But hey, Megatron. Oh, hell, Megatron. Oh, hell, Megatron. He he was like, hey, Megatron. I got your back, Starscream. Because he was the one who let Starscream out. Yeah. He released Starscream, and Megatron was like, you better have a good reason. I think Starscream... I mean, he did send them in that um, Congress room. He shot all those senators. That was yeah. a hard scene. Yeah, yeah, he I did. mean, Starscream gets it in. Is the reason why Meg? Why you think Megatron keep him around? Because he could have easily did the Galvatron movie thing and zapped him out a long time ago. I, I think the I, think about it. Every time Megatron transformed to a gun, who would be the person shooting him? Starscream. All right. Starscream. All yeah. right. Yeah. No. No. Even in the intro. Star- yeah, right. uh, he he flipped into Starscream's right. hand. So no, I Megatron. It it's a weird dynamic. 
um, it gets it, it gets real interesting. Um, I do I do highly uh, suggest to our listeners out there if you haven't checked out the IDW series, um, it's really dope. It's really good. Um, the Dreamwave series is pretty to look at. I, I can't deny that Dreamwave they 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 drew that thing and it was it was like wow it is I was like wow this is like illuminations and the lights and the, the colors the, the, the highlights the, the technical proficiency yeah, yeah. I mean they drew the gaskets the pistons I mean they drew everything but the stories except for War Within the stories weren't that good for the Dreamwave at least in my opinion this this is this is this is the Soul which, Star which opinion. Ones are- there was a Dreamwave put out a bunch of series just like, but War Within was the was the was the prequel series that we as fans had always wanted to see. Like, how did Me- how did the Megatron Optimus Prime beef start? Yeah, War yeah, Within. Yeah. There you go. War Within gave us that, and it gave it it gave it to us in a in a good way. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, as as these as this property has changed companies, what's actually canon, canon. is canon. is you know is is up for grabs because trans obviously. Marvel did things one way, Dreamwave did things one way, and IDW are doing them I another way. I kind of roll with IDW. I, IDW has the most comprehensive, and so right now, I just take yeah. whatever I take from the sources and whatever makes sense. I just roll with it because I thought the cartoon I was more like I wasn't a car, comic book. Dude. I wasn't going to the Transformer comic books young, and and young. they weren't so, good. They to me yeah, they weren't that so good. So the cartoon so. was my canon. Yeah, they actually had episodes about the Matrix and mm-hmm. what it was all about, yeah. and Alpha Trion and all that. Yeah, and, and they had Orion Pax. and they had callbacks. Yeah, they had callbacks, which was which was for a cartoon at that time. I think GI Joe and Transformers had the most callbacks to things True. that happened in previous episodes. True. True. Um, that thing shows that obviously weren't from Japan because Robotech was a f- perpetual callback <laughs> to <laughs> to previous episodes. Um, but so, yeah, from cartoons you had. The dynamics of Megatron Starscream, you had um, all this going on. Even the video games came out, War for Cybertron, mm-hmm. and um, what's the other one? Fall for Cybertron, one of those Fall two. of? Fall Cy- of Cybertron. Fall of one Cybertron, of yeah, something like that. I, I love those games because, I mean, you could transform anytime. Yeah. The mechanics was dope, and um, you could really just get it in. Yeah, you, you could be a live, Transformer. Yeah, you'd be a Transformer. You'd be so. a Transformer. <laughs> Um, and, and devastation was dope as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then the, the cartoon itself went through so many stages of evolution because uh, not what now. Correct me if I'm wrong because I I can't I'm not remembering this clearly. Was there anything in between Generation Two and Beast Wars? Nah. So Beast Wars was the Beast next. Beast Wars was the next because after Generation Two, and there all was that nothing died for a while. Out, yeah, Optimus they brought Optimus Prime back, and then um, they did that was the it. Headmaster thing. Yeah. <sighs> Yuck. Headmasters Ugh. and target masters. Yeah. That was a case, that was a clear case Even of the toy I had Fortress Maximus. Yeah, but that was a clear case of the toy. Three feet tall. Uh, of the toy line influencing the show at that point. They were like, "Hey, we we made these headmaster toys. Make it make it put them in a cartoon yeah, so we can sell more toys." But it didn't work out. It didn't work out. Head, essentially, actually, that whole concept didn't work out because Headman. What's the point? But, but I IDW kind of made it work. A little bit. They did something in All Hell Megatron that I really love was the Sunstreaker. Yeah, yeah. When he was captured. I saw that, yeah, yeah. And he got, like, they um switched to consciousness. They, I guess he figured out they had consciousness and he switched. Well, they had his, they, they had him and that one human guy, Hunter, yeah. who they captured. And they wired Hunter's uh body to, like. He was the headmaster. Yeah, he was a headmaster. 
to Sunstreaker, but Sunstreaker transferred his consciousness into the into the head part of of Hunter's suit. Of the suit. system, yeah. yeah. So that kind of like when they reversed the situation, Sunstreaker had this like intrusive kind of like demeanor about himself. Oh, yeah, he was he was completely yeah, changed was afterwards. Yeah, he his was. His head was yeah. fucked up. Well, and, um, when 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 these are like qualities I kind of like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh because, yeah, Sunstreaker was damaged. Yeah, way messed up. Like, like let's talk about All Hell Megatron. <laughs> all Hell Megatron should have been the movie. Well, uh, it's Alien Invasion. It is. Megatron won. He did. How many times you kill Prime? I mean, like he killed Prime, took the Matrix, gave it to Starscream, Starscream rocking it like a, a chain, like yeah. you run DMC and shit. Yeah, and and you, it was so many little sub stories. The Autobots was torn apart, and it was just good tragedy. It was very good tragedy. Um, but it was also a good Perceptor. Yeah, the way he changed, he got shot in the chest, and had to he had to repair himself. But he altered himself into this ultimate assassin, like marksman. Well, he was all machine. Well, he was dude. all at that point. Um, one of the greatest stories yeah, ever. At, at at that, at, he used all that perception skills into like becoming a sniper. <laughs> to becoming a and uh, in, to crazy. becoming a sniper. No, all hell Megatron is a great story of of a villain triumphing, getting what he wants, and then almost not wanting it anymore. Yeah. And that's where I, I feel like the whole dynamic between him and Starscream was like, all right, well, you won. Now, what's next? Yeah, and he, he really didn't have a much of a next. Yeah, it was like, well, yeah. And and here's, and and he, and this is what I love. And that, and that and the question was, was poised him in a different way. Um, I'm kind of paraphrasing it. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yeah, we, we rule Earth. It's a mud ball. We don't really want to rule this. We want to rule Cybertron. Right. Like it's it they the Decepticons were all like it's great okay so we're gonna mine his for his resources and then go take back Cybertron and he's like nah nah we good here though we're, we're, we're here we got all the resources all we need now fam the whole thing was about <laughs> Cybertron fam we supposed to go and defeat and defeat see and that's where it comes back into the whole revolutionary thing he lost his path in the revolution he lost it completely the whole and thing then was to overthrow up. the government and we take over our own planet and yeah. use it for our people and then in turn the, the Decepticons end up making the Autobots the revolutionaries because then they because as the Decepticons also conquered other planets the Autobots were the only thing standing in the way of not just them conquering Cybertron but them like getting a galactic foothold you would call the Autobots revolutionaries, though. I wouldn't call them that. I, I think, I think not. It was for, just abiding by a system. But before they didn't, they didn't protect other planets until then. Well, until the revolutionaries came and your system it, doesn't is make it, sense. Is it a, are, a whole? Are you still a revolutionary if you go and terrorize a whole another country you had nothing to do with? Are you a revolutionary or are you a terrorist? All right, we about to get into a whole different <laughs> conversation. You sure you want to talk about that? I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, another group. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying, if, 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 if I start, if, if, if I start a revolution at my, in my home country against, against injustice, which is what Megatron did, he started it. He started a revolution on his home planet in his home, his homeland of Cybertron. Mm-hmm. At, at, at some point in the search for resources it became interplanetary domination because you can't just go and start knocking planets over, taking their stuff. 
Well, Megatron got corrupted by power, and I think he went through a whole system of only the strong survive. Well, and well, then what realizing happened? Realizing you're one of the strongest in the universe, and you taking over one planet. If you could take over one planet, don't you think you could take over two or three more? But see, they he they, it's they, just greed. There, there was it's no, just greed of power. That's all what it is. So, are are you saying greed is good? Are you go, are you Gordon Geckoing this thing? It's it depends. Good. Good? You could work it out. <laughs> it's a daily sin. <laughs> greed isn't what DMX say. Stop being greedy. Stop being greedy. <laughs> that's because dogs. That's because money. That's because DMX was a stick up kid. <laughs> of course, of course, the world seems but greedy to him. One, you rob two. Don't go for three. You just, well, you say, just chill. You just sit back and count the money. But see, Megatron went for all of it. Yeah, he went for all. The he shares. he went he went for everything. Almost except Cybertron. Because it's more to get. So much more. But you can't, I, I can't, I can't just go like, okay, you have an apartment. I like the, I like your resources. I just come in your crib and take your stuff. What does that make me? <laughs> what does that make me, guys? What does that make me? <laughs> I want your resources. A very nice revolutionary. It <laughs> <laughs> wants and needs and the purpose in life. I see what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Meg- good. Megatron was visiting <laughs> planets And decided like You know what You don't need to live And I'll take the money well, it Depends on the guy's life You know Oh, oh now So now it's an, Okay I, so, Someone's a villain apologist <laughs> hey, I'm always gonna fight For my villains man I'm always gonna fight <laughs> for, at, at what At what point do at, Okay so at I'm this point screen. Right Okay But at this point Megatron became the hero when now? When when did this happen? What, for what he became the he for the Decepticons. He's a hero, of course, because yeah. he accomplished his. So, what's the difference in him and Thanos? Uh, Thanos uh, saw things very pragmatically. Okay. Thanos wasn't about personal gain. Thanos was about there's an imbalance. The comic book Thanos. He was doing that for the love of death. Yeah. The, uh, oh, okay. Comic book Thanos. He was doing it for love. Yeah. Okay. He was doing it for love. But he also felt that life itself, like the essence of life had overrun the universe mm. and that there that it needed to be so w- the the movie thanos is a quarter of book thanos because he did really feel that the universe had become overpopulated mm. and so he just want he did that as a tribute to lady death you know like i'm in love with you so here i'll give you half the universe but remember, he also had no problem with the sweet embrace of death himself. True, indeed. Megatron does not want, didn't, has never wanted to die. He wanted universe domination, though. He wanted universal domination. He under his rule. Yeah. So that's, see, that's that's one so thing. So he became a tyrant. He became a tyrant. Damn it. He became a tyrant. God damn it. Yeah, he became well, a tyrant. He became a tyrant, and well. and 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 here's where I am in the IDW series. <laughs> That uh, Megatron is not Galvatron in IDW. See, Galvatron nah, is his a own separate dude, a separate yeah, dude, a separate dude. The, with his own like, plan. Yeah, which I like with his own I plan. It was. It should have been too. I, I didn't. That's one thing I didn't like about the cartoon movie. The whole uh, changing of Megatron yeah, to Galvatron. Changing Megatron to Galvatron. It should have been too separate. I would have just even took if Megatron died and Galvatron just came out of nowhere. Like I'm the leader. Speaking of Transformers the movie, fun fact, that was Orson Welles' last acting role wow. as the voice of Unicron. Wow. That's his, that was his very last was. acting role. That's crazy. Yeah. 
and uh, and uh, Leonard Nimoy was the voice of Galvatron, Galvatron for the movie. Yeah. But and Robert Stack was Ultra Magnus. Scatman Crothers was uh jazz. Well, he had always been jazz. Yeah, but when I watched The Shining and saw him in Shining, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, jazz. <laughs> oh, don't kill jazz. <laughs> but Prime. But Prime. I got The Shining. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> play the hey, they used to play that same music where they turn on their radio. Yeah. <laughs> like, blaster. That's hilarious. Yeah, they, you know what? The same the same song that Blaster played was in G.I. Joe, yeah. Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. Really? Uh huh. That dun 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 Yeah. That was that was in all of those cartoons. That's what you call stock music. That's what you call stock. Blaster played the same tune all the time. All the time. All right. So who was the Black Transformers? It was Jazz Blaster. Um, would you say Starscream was black? No. That's fucked up. No. Megatron? No. God damn it. <laughs> Prime? No. No. <laughs> no. Who was black? That was it. You just named him. It had to be someone else. The Dinobots? Wheelie. That's fucked Wheelie. Up. Wheelie was black? He broke. He breakdanced. No, he was. He was yeah, he was a breakdancer. He was a breakdancer. Yeah, he was a breakdancer. <laughs> okay. Rumble? Frenzy? No, nah, man. Those are crazy, crazy Brooklyn white boys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you. Come on, let's let, let's go back to the movie. No one calls Soundwave uncharismatic. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rumble was clearly clearly from the Bronx. Daily Rumble sandwich eating Rumble. Yeah, right, R- okay. Rumble was Rumble was from the Bronx. Frenzy hardly ever spoke, but Rumble Rumble was from the Bronx because every time he came out, he was like, "Hey, yo, what do we have going on here? Autobots? I'm gonna crack them open." That was him all the time. That was him. He was he was like he was he was a he was a a, a, a suit away from saying, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah. He was, <laughs> They they kept him that way. Paulie, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. Okay. They 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 kept they kept him that way. No, that 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 he was a straight Bronx hoodlum. Oh, <laughs> That's all he was. But I mean, we, then obviously Transformers had a huge resurgence. Uh, first via Beast Wars, and then I don't like after that. I was. But I mean, Beast Wars brought them back to like a, what I would call national attention. Yeah, my Optimus Prime monkey. Whoa! Well, he's, he was Optimus Primal. Oh yeah, that makes it better. But the, the, what I Megatron thought was Megatron was a lizard. Right? He was a he was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. What I Not thought was Grimlock, but he was yeah real. Yeah, what I thought was lame about Beast Wars was that animation was. Yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the other, you know. But three D animation was the thing at that time. Like everyone was like, "Oh, I gotta, I, like I gotta animate it." Had three D animation. I didn't like none of that shit. So yeah, so they so they did that, but then they had the 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 Velociraptor. Of all the names you could pick to name the Velociraptor, you just named it flat out Dinobot. You remember that was oh, his yeah, name. His right. name was yeah, Dinobot. That was lazy. And that's that was why, that yeah, was lazy. I was like, I'm good. That was that was that extremely was yeah. That was extremely <laughs> lazy. Um, but that brought that brought the franchise back to national attention. Beast Wars lasted maybe a total of three seasons. It was good seasons. Yeah. Yeah. They it had they had solid. I think the I think the story was better than it was. It, it that's was, what a lot of people say. It wasn't the animation. It wasn't really yeah. the fact that they were. But it was really the story. It was the story captivated and, and especially that one episode where they found the ark 
and had oh, yeah, and yeah. they found Optimus Prime. Like you, you, yeah, the real Optimus, the real Optimus Prime. Prime. And he got the. He, I do remember that. Yeah, and he got the Matrix and and became a little more Prime mm-hmm. looking in yeah, his yeah, in his transformation. Yep, yep, he did do that. Yep. Yeah, like, like, I think that was when they did the. Uh, I think they were calling themselves Trans Metals at that time. That was like the next. That was um, that was all sorry. bad name, but yeah, that's 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 I'm what sorry. they went with. I'm sorry, I um, but that one. <laughs> but during all but during all of this, there's a, a bit of a of a spark. Not to not no pun intended there. There was a bit of a spark, and and Michael Bay gets in his crawl that hey, this is the time that I should bring this fuck up a franchise. Let's do it. Hey, we're going to film one good movie and the rest of them going to be trash. Can I ask you a question? What What's was up? the good one? <laughs> well, if you want to go through the whole scope of things, I would say the first maybe Transformer one were throughout. He made five. Like, how Is many it Transformers? Five it's, do you include Bumblebee? I forgot Bumblebee, the Bumblebee movie existed. Wow. Well, actually... I heard Bumblebee it was, I heard is it was really good, and he should have started with Bumblebee. With the designs and everything, is G1. Like, the first, you watch the first five, 15 minutes of Bumblebee, you get your Transformer fix, and you really? watch the movie. Oh, okay, tonight, yeah. tonight. Yeah. I, got, I, got no, yeah. I got nothing else you to watch. You watch the first 15 <laughs> minutes of Bumblebee, and you're like, Oh, I know where every who everybody. Oh, they're on Cybertron. Oh, this is how it should have been. Bumblebee should have been first. So if you want to go through, <clears throat> you want to include the movies without Bumblebee, then Transformers is probably the best movie that he produced out of the whole lineup of the live action movies. Okay, it was a good introduction. Because all I remember is whirlwinds of metal. Tornadoes of metal. Yeah, it was loud clash. What they call it, visual noise. Yeah, lots of visual visual noise. noise. It was too much detail. He destroyed the um, designs of the original. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to convert real life to some of these Transformers, they wasn't recognizable. They wasn't recognizable. I mean, I I got so many problems with Michael Bay. He a racist. He had Bernie Mac, rest in peace, say Mammy on the first movie, and he had all those other racist Transformers in the other movies that I didn't approve of. Oh, like the little those little bots. Oh, that I were, can't read. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you a computer program that can't read? Don't insult my intelligence, motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, a, a illiterate robot makes no sense. No sense. I mean, unless you program you're it. You're playing with me. Unless no, you program pro- it to be illiterate. Why would you program a? It doesn't even. <laughs> why, why would you program a robot to turn into a a, a cement mixer? I mean, it's, it's lots of questions when you start to break. That it was down. Devastator, right? Yeah, the Constructicons. He was a dog. What? Then they all form into a dog. No, it wasn't a couple- the Constructicons formed into. I'm t- oh, I'm seeing. I'm talking real Constructicons, not the ones that were in the movie. Oh, the one in the movie was horrible. Uh, I don't consider that in. I don't so consider he anything. Ruined the yeah, he, he ruined it. But they made millions of dollars, so so that's all. That, Can I at, tell a quick story? At the end of the day, Hasbro is a toy company. All they cares about is the gotcha. bottom line. Gotcha. So all the artsy fartsy stuff outside of that that's yeah. that's that's our that's our thing. That's our problem. That's our problem. <laughs> Hasbro Hasbro said, "Hey, this guy makes million dollar movies. We want to make a million dollar movie. Have at it. The franchise, as much as we don't like it, as far as what it is, it made a." Dump truck full of money. I mean, they're for the wrong reasons. It, but it, it, it happened, and that's why we have five it's of like them. Like when Cap told Thanos. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what happened, and that's how we got five of them. 
Um, and so, according so to then, ha- when Bumblebee come out, that's really good and it fits in the real Transformer. And, and, and fan it's not realm. as it's not as commercially people's successful. Not, yeah, yeah. people is not going because they've been spoon fed all this bullshit before, and that becomes a problem cinematically and creatively when you come out and you do a five movie franchise, fuck everything up. And then when someone comes say, all right, well, let me do my perspective. And, hey, I'm a Transformer fan for real. Right. So I'm going to show some respect for whatever. We're not going with that. We're doing this. Well, and and the people is so used to the noise, the visual noise. It's like, wait, well, this is real Starscream on the screen now. And you, you complaining? Right. And even the fans of the of the first wave of the Transformers movies, from what I've read and from what I've heard, all of them hated the last one. Last night, the Transformers, the last night or whatever. That was trash. Yeah. So, so unfortunately, to get a good movie after, like you, at this point, you've kind of, uh, you've kind of Superman threed your way into he this thing. Out. Yeah, because it's like we had. It, it, you can almost say it was similar. Like you know, uh, at this point, Superman three comes out and it's it's garbage. Let, uh, much respect to Richard Pryor, Chris three, but it was a garbage movie. Superman trash. three it was garbage. It's trash. So when Superman four comes out. Even though it's trash within itself, it's even at that point, everyone's expectations are so low that it's kind of like, yeah, I'll go see it when I see it. Or if I if I yeah, never I see care. it, like, I don't what care. What you just say about Bumblebee, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I kind of I forgot. I kind of forgotten <laughs> I Bumblebee was. A, I kind of forgot Bumblebee got his own movie. Yeah. But overall, this is a this is a franchise much like G.I. Joe that has endured the decades. And there's some yeah. there's there's something to be said for the to the fans of that because i truly believe that it's the it's the kids who played with transformers in the 80s that are responsible for it still being relevant today of course because in a world of remember transformers came back to being popular in a world dominated by 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 pokemon all that stuff like it it endured Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of things that you can say have consistently been around that came out about in the 80s, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, maybe. These are things that... Yeah, those are the top three. Yeah. The, Thundercats? Uh, no, that wasn't 80s. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it yeah. was. It, it was. Thundercats have sort of endured. They they didn't they didn't have as many iterations as all these other things have had over the years. Okay, gotcha. I would say that if you, if I had to pick it, I would say it it was transformers gi joe masters of the universe and then you get into yeah the other stuff kind of some of the other silver stuff silverhawks <laughs> yeah well and silverhawks were definitely just a knockoff thundercats <laughs> that we were supposed to cuz even even their villain transformed the exact same way you know and it well, we can do a silverhawks episode <laughs> we can do like 5 minutes I on know, the silverhawks right? they had they had six episodes they had six episodes by the time we remember one of their names, I think it was, I think, Bluegrass, uh, yeah, uh, Cowboy. I I, yeah, I guess so. I can't. I had to look that up. There, there was the one guy who played the guitar. There was the one guy who never had the mask down who right. played guitar. He played guitar. Yeah. yeah I know him. But man, I know. The 80s, man. What? We had some franchises, though. Dude, we was popping. We had some franchises. We was popping. I wanted, I wanted visionaries to be bigger than they were. Ooh. I wanted that to be big. I thought that was a dope concept. It was. It they 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 much like Silverhawks had like five episodes and then yeah. <laughs> done. Yeah, but I mean, Transformers has has held and has such this strong following that it that it has been able to endure multiple mediums, multiple toys, multiple like sort of everything. I mean, at one point, the story makes sense. 
the story the story does make sense and at one and at one point there were at least two Transformers shows out uh, like, cause there was that Transformers Prime show, Energon, and, shit. and then yeah, Transformers Energon. Now I'm that was kitty, but you know that if 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 you're going to sell a robot that can transform to a car to any to anything, <laughs> you're gonna sell it to huh? you know, sell it to kids. But yeah, you know, sell it but to kids. It's still a different time, and we're gonna get into the whole like generation thing of like, cause like I said. The movie, cartoon movie was dope, but before then, you will see these guys pop, 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 pop each other, and they just get up, dust themselves off. They don't crack no corny jokes and do some kitty juggling act or something. Right. Like that. Um. What I what I loved of what I've read so far. Just different times. Oh yeah, different times. What I've what I've loved so far about the IDW series is that it took the side and and lesser known characters and gave them some background and beefed them up because. Yeah. While I thought Cup and Blur were cool, I was like, I don't care about. I I never cared about Cup and I Blur. I cared about Cup because he had war stories, and I I would I would imagine if you went back into his origin stories, he just have stories right. on top of which stories that that spotlight that spotlight, yeah, spotlight Cup was Cup. really good. Yeah, he got a lot of war stories. stories yeah, he's a veteran. He's a over. He's a real veteran veteran right. dude. But also, it was the IDW series that made me give a damn about Springer. Because of the records, oh yeah, that's right. Dude, I know you are a Decepticon guy. Yeah, but you you can't I love tell. The records. Oh, okay, no, no, okay, no, 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 don't give okay. me right now. I love the records. Okay, because yeah. the the because wrecking rule yeah. is that's that's yeah, my it's that's dope now. Yeah. Come on now, come on now. Yeah, that, that's what, do, and but that's why <laughs> right after right after all hell Megatron, they did last stand of the records. Right, that held more weight for me, and because of I read that early stuff and found out that that human girl becomes a wrecker mm. that is and that to me that was one of the dope things about IDW. so break that down like she she how she become a transformer well she didn't become a transformer she she stayed she stayed human but she was part of that uh early reveal when the autobots and decepticons started getting revealed on earth mm. she played a role in that because a she stole she was a thief right she's a thief and tech person she stole a, essentially what was a fancy palm pilot off a guy on a bus Turns out he had snuck into a Decepticon facility and recorded, mm. like because it, and this is and this is where the human versus transformer thing is interesting because he didn't need fancy technology or anything like that. It's because he was just small and easily unnoticed. Twenty foot tall robot, six foot human. You can kind of walk. You can just almost walk in their shadow. And not be noticed. So, are humans important in transformer narratives as much as um, we portray them to be in movies? When the battle comes to Earth, yes, movies. yes. When on Earth, and and here's the, here's the reason why on Earth the the humans because I think that's why you see more of the noise because they have to balance the budget of production and have and, to put a humans into yeah. Uh, and, and because they 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 have to make it psychologically, there needs to be an appeal to who we are. Sometimes in things. But when you have a dude who could beat Megatron, a human. <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't he didn't per se beat Megatron. He he stopped him. It, he just well he stopped him. But in the the and guy, Mark Wahlberg was very in tune to the fight scenes. There was like lethal fight scenes going on. I don't think a human will be running around. Close to well, prime face while he's battling out Megatron. We but we've seen we all know. I think they're in the way. We That's all, my whole point. We, we all know in any Michael Bay movie, physics do, do not apply. 
That's why I hate him as a director. It physically do not apply. Uh, a Michael Good Bay with bad boys too. Uh, uh, a Michael Bay movie will have a grenade go off in my ankle and only spring me a few feet up in the air. <laughs> I mean, because he wants the dramatic effect. He'd rather see me doing this than like a bloody smear on the wall, which is what would happen if a grenade actually went off by my ankle. But uh, in in the books, at least, I think I think you have a better chance to flesh out humans like the like Verity who became a record because then you can make a storyline that folks that shows the importance of a human role because here's the thing on earth they can't really operate like like we can fully and they don't know everything that Mm -hmm. we know that's true so need some people so Verity started off as a spy and she also was just great at getting in and out of places unnoticed Mm -hmm. and she learned to navigate around large robots and Mm -hmm. she learned how like she just you know you know and so some stealth shit right so she was there with springer and everybody on those last day like she she, unfortunately just like all the all the records she's dead now Mm -hmm. but she was there and she was actually playing an important role on a on an alien planet to take down a decepticon base she had her role to play so so, but you know, o- overall, uh, as we as we bring this a- this Transformers hour to its to its close, uh, we are obviously big fans here. I highly recommend, highly highly recommend the IDW series. I, re- I also recommend reading some of the Marvel stuff. It's it's a if if it's a great little uh, way to see the evolution. But also, I like the niche that it, the Transformers book was supposed to be originally in Marvel a four issue miniseries that became an eighty issue run. And the, the very last issue says... It was more focused on toys. Yeah, and the last issue of the Transformers running Marvel says issue 80 in a four-issue limited series <laughs> across the top. <laughs> so, just, you know, just like... Because they, they know that they intend, they intend to start with four issues and Transformers was just the big thing at the time. So they said, hey, we have a cash cow. Let's continue mm-hmm. to put it out. Even though sales lagged early and Scott brought in the issue that has Spider-Man fighting Megatron. Yeah, that's dope. But you need to put those in plastic. That is true. Yeah, the bag and board, my friend. Bag and board. If if you learned any, if you learned nothing from me, you should know that I bag and board almost every book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, so uh, do do we have any fly notes for the? We got left? a couple. We got a couple. All right. We got a couple. Uh, this young guy, Roy Ella, 25 year old engineer and inventor, created the ultimate solution between deaf and hearing people. He created the Sign 10 glove that could translate sign language to actual audible words so the hearing can understand what the deaf person is translating, even without knowing sign language. His motivation was his six year old niece that was born deaf, and it all connects via um, Bluetooth and using it on the app, actually. This is dope because I always say we're not present when it comes to like tech and inventing things like that so this um africa uh african i forgot what part he's okay. from but um yeah this, this is, is huge this, yeah it's dope this is huge it's yeah. medical the f- the revolution fu- the future is now yeah the future is now the future is now so um there you go that's one um they want to ban vaping products but not guns and that's interesting i'm just gonna let that float and um <clears throat> next note 
If you guys haven't seen Dave Chappelle, I know we probably behind, but Dave Chappelle's Sticking Stones comedy special on Netflix is pretty dope. I don't know if you saw it yet. I um, I, I made the mistake of trying to watch it at 2 a.m., so I got to go back to it. Asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. Well, I think it's one of the most dynamic uh, stand-ups that well, I mean, we're going to see in he's, our century. He, he's the, of our time, he is definitely the, he's the, he's the goat. He's that. the comedian goat of our time. I was going to say, he's the Michael Jordan of the comedy in a way, because um, the way he just, like, first started with slow. He did half-bake, which was, you know, cult oh, favorite. Every, everyone has to cut their teeth on I, something. I mean, he was in Blue Streak, too. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. He was in films that really didn't do well, but when he got his show and things started to escalate, even if he didn't, if he completed season three of Chappelle's show, he would have had to walk away in order to get to this point where mm-hmm. he's at now. So um, he created a platform where he could deliver unadulterated comedy and stick into that realm of comedy and the way he translated this stuff on this um new sticking stones comedy special is seamless yeah it's I, pretty dope. I, I he def- offended a lot of people but i don't give a fuck shit's still funny you know, you know I mean? always i, I kind of always say when people pull out the whole thing about comedians being insulting i'm like that's kind of what, what they, they supposed to do they, they george carlin they um, they are they are Patrice our social O'Neal, yeah there are there are social commentators red fox to richard pryor Eddie. yeah this this is what this is what they do to, to me Chris Rock. to me in comedy if you don't have thick skin is it i mean of in life period but you should have thick skin but comedy you have to yeah this yeah. the whole generational thing where people is getting soft you know what I mean? And it's getting we was just mentioning that about the Transformers. You know what I mean? You can't we can't play the same Transformer cartoons to these kids nowadays. Well, no, well, because Megatron was a gun. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> let, let's let's going back to our original topic. Speaking mm-hmm. of Megatron being a gun, yeah. remember Intertech? Ooh. And that was the same time as Megatron. Remember, yeah. Megatron and Intertech were the reasons that toy guns started getting colorful because yeah. they looked a little too, too real. Because yeah. remember, the Intertech water gun looked like an AK-40. <laughs> it was black, and it, it was you, you put a clip in with water, and that was a gun. I brought Megatron to a show and tell, and the teacher had to write a note to my mom because she thought, just you bring it yeah. Yeah. out the bag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was a Ruger. <laughs> Megatron was a German Ruger. <laughs> That's what he was. I didn't bring him out, transformed into the robot before him. I'll just pull out the guy. <laughs> what, what is that? Way to go, young cars. <laughs> way, way to spook everybody. Hey, that's great. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our time. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. I am Coach E. Solstein. With me as always. Kaz G, I want to give a super shout out to all the listeners and the followers and the new Ah, yes, the new people. Please subscribe and share. I really appreciate everyone that listens to our show. And uh, I I promised I would do this. Big, Big shout out to my personal fact checker, Lorenzo Bonilla, who whenever I say something, inboxes me and says, hey, here's the little nugget you got wrong. Really? He, he deserves a shout out. Yeah. All right. And shout out to First Aid Comics <laughs> because they be holding me down. What's up? Oh, yes. And a shout out to G Mart. All right. That is it. We are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs>